0: The Full Spectrum Podcast, presented by Champions and Legends. Champions and Legends produces hemp derived CBD sports supplements for athletic preparation, performance, and recovery. This is the Full Spectrum Podcast with Big Data and Maverick,
1: available wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Big Data. How are you, my friend? Long time, no chat.
0: It's been at least a week.
1: Uh, a minimum. I, I like keeping our, our, our verbiage between us during the week very low now, now that we do this uh, podcast. I mean, it's so successful. I don't want this to get to your head. And truthfully, I just don't want to talk to you all the time either. That's really what it comes down to. I concur. Excellent. Listen, breaking news. Normally we start off with a little entertainment news. I wanted to talk a little Kanye and Kim breaking up. I wanted to talk about Elon, but bigger news, bigger sporting news that has happened. Doug Peterson fired as the head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles. Thoughts. Wait a minute. Kim and Kanye broke up. What's going on here? I'm telling you, it's a thing, right? It's crazy. I I wanted to start with it. I wanted to get into it, but I mean, you know, what? if we got a little time later, let's bring it up. Let's uh, let's bring that up because you know I'm a I love the Kanye. I love the Kim. I, I'm I'm heartbroken over here.
0: Doug Peterson, he you know he tempted the football gods with his chicanery in the finale. We talked about at week 17, putting in Nate Sudfeld. Now it seems like it wasn't an organizational decision uh, to play the backup backup quarterback in the fourth quarter of a meaningful game for your opponent who's in your division. And the whole world ridiculed you for seems like it was a Doug Peterson decision. Oh,
1: big data. Big data. Are you that naive? Are you that naive? I like to think with that big brain of yours, you would have figured this out. This was an inside job. He knew too much and they had to clip him. This is like a scene in a mafia movie. He knew too much. He's like Samuel L. Jackson in Goodfellas. He made a mistake. You know, Joe Pesci walks in says he needs some coffee. And next thing you know, you got two bullets in the back of your head. (laughs) This is exactly what happened, man.
0: I mean, whatever it is, it was, it just was untenable. They couldn't, they couldn't make it happen anymore. Uh, You know, the story from the team is, you know, he didn't have a great plan for the offense going forward. Uh, He didn't have a plan to replace a defensive coordinator. Uh, You know, apparently him and Carson Wentz are now uh, mortal enemies and don't speak to each other. A lot of excuses coming out of the uh, Philadelphia region. Either way, it became untenable. And let's see if they make a smart coaching hire then maybe, maybe we can say the Eagles management know what they're doing. They make the know. Philly hire, a.k.a. Adam Gase, then we know that they don't know what they're doing.
1: Well, here's a little insight on the inside. I literally heard this just the other day. There's a little conspiracy theory going on in Philadelphia with the initials LR, Lincoln, Riley, Jalen, Hurts, Ironic? I think not. It could be something like that, but I'm going to go back to it. I can't believe you actually think Doug is at fault here. This is coming from upper management. You know, the other day I finished John Wick 3. This is coming from the high table. I can't (laughs) believe that you're not on this. I I can't believe it. I'm I'm absolutely surprised with you right now. I'm I'm beyond surprised. Either
0: way, there's a lot of blood and guts spilled everywhere.
1: (laughs) Isn't that the truth? I love it. All right. All right, let's get into... The newest segment that we've developed, it's called Driving the Lane with Big Data.
0: Thanks, Maverick. We're going to talk some early NBA season results so far. I just want to go through and tell you who's been playing the best so far. So let's start with the players. Uh, There's a stat called PER. It's basically they try to standardize uh, your production per minute. And they come up with this stat that ranks, you know, kind of who's playing the best um, for every minute they're on the court uh, in the league so far. Leading the league, Nikola Jokic, 30.1 PER. And he has, at the center position, he's got the most total assists in the league so far. Very impressive. Europeans dominating the hardwood. I like this. Continue. Then we have Bradley Beal leading the league in scoring at uh, almost thirty-five points per game and and playing well overall. He's got a per of uh, twenty-seven point five, which is which was just great. Mm-hmm. Next up, we've the... got everyone's favorite Joel Embiid. Um, he's shooting forty-three percent from the three-point line so far this year. Very impressive. Wow. Uh, and he also has a twenty-seven and a half per. Next up, our guy, who we like talking about on this show, you know him as yanis He has the most total free throws in the league so far. His per is at 27. And then I'm going to give you a surprising one, Maverick, that you didn't mm-hmm. think about. This guy has the most three-point makes in the league so far. He's averaging 28 points a game. His per is 27 None other than C.J. McCollum.
1: Oh, really? On fire to start the season. He's taking away Lillard's uh, glory, I see. I like that. I like that. You know, here, here's, my, here's my goal for the NBA. I just, when you tell me El Abid is, is uh, shooting 43% from the three-point line and then Giannis last year was trying to develop that three-point shot, I, I imagine a world in the NBA where seven-footers are just shooting threes. I would just love it. Like everybody, they don't even drive the lane anymore. They just lay up threes every single time. I'd love to see that. That'd be something else to see. It's totally coming. Uh,
0: the high school guys that are slowly going to be starting coming into the NCAA, they're just mm-hmm. three point bombers. They play like guards. Uh, yeah, we're not going to recognize basketball uh, <laughs> soon. Uh, so I'll go to the teams now. Um, mm-hmm. The stat I like to see is net rating. So they they do this rating uh, based on 100 possessions. And they look at the uh, point differential for each team. So the best net rating so far in the league, Milwaukee Bucks. Hmm, Followed by the Lakers, the Nets, the Mavericks, and even in fifth place, the Atlanta Hawks.
1: Oh, boy. Interesting. Great, great stuff. I got a quick question for you. You brought them up, the Brooklyn Nets. What's his big talk with Kyrie? Lately, he's not... Is he doing the uh, Kawhi? Just showing up when playing whenever he feels like it and forgot to tell the team?
0: He's taking it to the next level. Uh, he's, on, he's away for personal reasons at the moment. Um, so he hasn't played in a few games. Uh, they're not quite sure when he's going to play again. Uh, I did see Durant had an absolutely massive uh, game that just finished. He, uh, he had a huge night against the Nuggets, and uh, he pulled off of a win against our, our boy Jokic there. Uh, I would say Kyrie's actually played great in the few games that he's played so far this year with Durant. Uh, he's even played a couple without Durant. Uh, you know, it's just it's just mental with him um, on the court. He's fantastic, but can you get him motivated? Even paying him forty million dollars a year, is he
1: motivated to come and play? I don't know. You know what, I, gotta, I, I, I know a lot of people maybe think I like to joke a little bit, but you know what, If he's, he, he seems like the kind of guy he looks around and he says, hey man, if Kawhi can sit, why can't I? I'm a superstar, he's a superstar. Hey, maybe he says, why not? I'll just get ready for the playoffs and I'll let Durant carry the team. He was offered like two years, so why don't I just sit back and relax? I don't know. I, I find it interesting how these superstars just decide to make rules as, as they go on. Very interesting, very interesting.
0: It really is. Uh, And I'll give you a few teams who aren't playing so good to start the season. We've got in 26th place for net rating, your New York Knickerbockers. Mm -hmm. 27th, OKC Thunder. Uh, So they're definitely rebuilding. Uh, 28th place, Detroit Pistons. Then the Sacramento Kings, who are just... Giving up an unprecedented amount of points, and then last and least, the Minnesota Timberwolves, who are hemorrhaging points on defense, uh, not scoring that well. They've had uh, Towns has been out with an injury for a little bit. He's back now, but again, Minnesota, this is a common thing happening a few years in a row
1: now. Ever since Jimmy Butler left, they stink. Well, you know what? I, I feel bad for people of Minnesota. I mean, their Vikings stink, the Timberwolves stink, and that's that's really all it comes down to. That was driving the lane with big data. What would you think of that? I like that segment. I like that. Did you trademark that yet? I You know what? TM. TM, I just did it. I just did it. <laughs> papers are in, but uh, until the papers get here, they're going to get there. Take that for data. Let's uh, move over to the national championship just played a couple of days ago. Um, really exciting stuff. Uh, you know, sky is blue, grass is green, and Alabama won the national championship in convincing fashion 52 to 24. They absolutely laid a beating to the poor Ohio State Buckeyes. I mean, like we said, and like Debo said, they didn't have a lot of games. So they weren't really ready, I don't think. Alabama came out swinging. Big data, did you watch the national championship?
0: I watched the first half. Um... I can't say I was paying that much attention in the second half when Alabama was just laying down the law. Give you some stats here. Devonta Smith, Heisman Trophy winner. What a first half. 12 catches, 215 yards, three touchdowns.
1: Unbelievable. Yeah, what is that? that's that's video game stuff man and then
0: he actually he actually I don't think he did it he actually didn't even have a catch in the second half they just said why don't you take the rest <laughs> of the game off uh, and then Najee Harris took over he had 22 carries and 7 receptions he actually had 79 yards rushing and 79 yards receiving three total touchdowns and then of course the beneficiary of all this quarterback Mac Jones 464 yards passing five touchdowns Domination for Alabama, their sixth title in 12 years. Nick Saban's seventh title. It's a wrap. Alabama is the most dominant college football team of
1: all time. So uh, I couldn't agree more. I mean, this program is just unbelievable. These players and the stats they're putting up was unprecedented. I mean, especially this is a, a program where Each year, it just keeps getting better and better. Now, here's a couple of rumors I heard, and you tell me if you heard the same or what you think of him. Rumor has it Nick Saban's going to step down. And who's he going to bring in? Bill O'Brien. Yes, the same Bill O'Brien that traded, uh, you know, DeAndre, uh, uh, pardon me, Uh, David Johnson and Hopkins. Uh, Same guy is going to maybe come to Alabama and be the the head of that program. Uh, Have you heard this rumor? That, I, that I've been listening to over the last little while. You know, while. I hadn't heard that
0: one. Uh, Bill O'Brien was actually a successful uh, college football coach when he was the coach at Penn State. Uh, he had a good run there for a while. He comes from the, the Sabin and uh, Belichick tree there. Uh, hey, college is a different game. You might stink in the NFL uh every coach in college is also the general manager. basically, they recruit and get all their players so True. maybe if money's not on the line <clears throat> then
1: maybe <laughs>
0: maybe he's a lot better at his job when there's no salary cap
1: well here's my next question to you. Um, speaking of Ohio State and their and their fantastic quarterback Justin Fields, do you think Justin Fields did enough in those six or seven games? I guess seven games that he played that he is now going to be the number two quarterback taken in the, in this upcoming draft? Because I've seen some um, some boards that have gone up lately, uh, mock drafts, where uh, our boy Zach Wilson has been moving up the board quite quite uh, fast. I would say I you know Zach had an
0: amazing season. He's an excellent quarterback, but. I think, you know, we saw a really beat-up Justin Fields. I mean, every other time I've seen him play, he is just, you know, he's an excellent passer. He's an excellent runner. Um, you know, you always look good in those, um, you know, really high-powered offenses anyway. But I think, I think Justin Fields is a real deal. He has the talent to do it. And I, and I, we, I think we saw a kid who, who really probably, even
1: though he played not bad,
0: Shouldn't have been out there uh, Monday night,
1: yeah, maybe you're right about that big data, maybe you're right about that Well with that being said, let's get into what happened last weekend in the in the wild wild weekend of the NFL. It was fun, it was uh, wild card weekend that's what that's what I was kind of looking for. I apologize let's recap the games that played last week couple of small upsets. Nothing too crazy. I, I think me and you basically went four for two last week in our picks. Let's recap it really quickly. Buffalo took on Indy. That game got a little close towards the end. What did you think of Buffalo beating Indy? Did, were you convinced that? Did Buffalo kind of give up in the end? Or what? did an, Indy maybe give up that game?
0: You know, the Bills, Mafia, even whatever mistakes they made, they're just too hot right now. They, they couldn't lose to, uh, you know, Phil Rivers. He played good to a certain extent, uh, but on that last drive there, you know, you need a mobile quarterback to, you know, do those, you know, what Watson and Mahomes and even like guys like Jared Goff, you know, Russell Wilson, they they can all run for that first down, get out of bounds, stop the clock, you know, Rivers, you know, the same thing with the Roethlisberger, Eli Manning was the same. They're just, especially now that they're so old, they're just statues back there. Uh, and it's too predictable for the defense um,
1: on those late-game drives. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. I did feel like Indy might have had him on the ropes, but Frank Wright, again, doing some weird football coaching maneuvers at the, in, in certain situations that I think he, he left points on the board, which could have changed the out, outlook of the game. But bottom line, Buffalo's looking great. They move on. Seattle loses to the LA Rams. Goff had to come in because Wolfer got knocked out early in the game and they still couldn't do anything. Thoughts on that game?
0: I gotta say, I think in the NFC, uh, really the team that gives Seattle fits is the Rams. Uh, you know, if you look at Russell Wilson's stats versus the rest of the league this year, then his stats against the Rams, it's just a massive difference. I mean, Aaron Donald's all over him. He's got Ramsey draped all over DK Metcalf, And it's just a bad matchup for Seattle, and that's what that's what ended up doing them in.
1: I couldn't agree more. Defense won that one. Seattle just really losing their—I don't know what happened. Russ was cooking, you know, gourmet meals at the beginning of the at the beginning of the year, and then towards the end, the guy couldn't even get fast food going. Uh, so really disappointing to see Seattle do what they did. Let's uh, talk about Tampa Bay looking fantastic. They end up beating uh the Washington uh, football team in in a handling fashion. I I never really thought that game was even close. I know uh, he- Heineke, the the backup quarterback for Washington, did a he he did everything he could. The poor little guy. But at the end of the day, Tom Brady, too much.
0: Yeah, I would say not a super impressive performance from the Bucks. Um, you were never too scared uh, that they're going to win the game, but they're they're just they were just too close. Uh, If Tampa really has Super Bowl aspirations, uh, they really should have done a lot better
1: in that game, I think. Yeah, I agree. Well, that sets us uh, into the Sunday games. First one on the docket, it's the Baltimore Ravens taking on the Tennessee Titans, and Lamar did everything that his counterparts, including myself, said he couldn't do. He came from behind, and he won that game, and dare I say he won it by himself. What'd you think of that big win by Baltimore against Tennessee getting that monkey off their back if you will? All I
0: could think about was that you know forty nine yard touchdown run that Lamar had how he's just a different athlete from everybody else out there uh that you know all the defensive players had an angle on him in that whole run. Uh, I think three guys had an angle on him to get to him before before the end zone there, and he just he turns on the gears and he just blows by everybody. Uh, Super, super impressive performance.
1: And he basically, he ran them into the second round. I couldn't agree more. I did, what I really liked was simply this. I've said it before on this podcast. Lamar can't just depend on saying, I got to prove everyone right and I got to throw the ball. Because when he does that combination of run and pass, man, that's how he gets old. That's how he just is able to run right by these guys. These guys have to respect his arm to some degree. But then when he tucks it under and he goes, there is no catching this guy. It, he is a different gear. It's, it's, I would love for somebody to clock him. I'm kind of surprised that no one's uh, throwing out the, the old speed gun on him because I want to see what's he getting clocked at, this guy. You know, um, From there, the second game of the Sunday docket was the Saints taking on the Bears in the Nickelodeon Bowl. So NFL doing some great marketing saying, hey, how are we going to get the youngsters involved Well, they, they put this game on Nickelodeon and, uh, it actually, I going on Instagram and other social media websites and all that stuff. It went over very well. NFL wins again. the saints absolutely murdered the bears. I don't care what the final score was. There was really no coming poor Mitch, but Mitch did win the MVP, the Nickelodeon valuable player. So, Hey, that's something
0: that is something. I mean, that bears defense is still really good. I think they have lost the build on there. Uh, but yeah, the the offense is just a mess right now and yeah, they just they just didn't have a prayer to win the game.
1: No, not at all. And then finally we go to the Sunday night game. It was supposed to be the best one on the docket from the NFL's point of view. It was Pittsburgh taking on Cleveland. Cleveland hasn't been there in 18 plus years. Pittsburgh has basically had Cleveland's number for that many years plus more. And it was an absolute crushing from the first snap of the football game. Cleveland ends up beating Pittsburgh. the the the, web, the the world went crazy. The NFL world went crazy. Cleveland fans basically torched their city. Everyone's excited. What did you think of that game, Big Data? So
0: you know, Maverick, you and I are family guys. Um, sure. You know, we had a little dinner. Was uh, you know. We were taking care of the dishes.
1: It was a mm-hmm. little bit
0: late to start watching the game. And, you know, I looked over and it was 28 nothing, And I was like, mm-hmm. did I miss, like, the whole game? Did I miss part of the game? <laughs> and I just missed, like, you know, a good part of the first quarter. And it was over, basically. I couldn't believe that, you know, with the history of the Browns versus the Steelers, that the Steelers let the Browns lay one on them at home. I know there's no fans, but still, that was something
1: that may alter the history of both franchises. I, I, I couldn't agree more. Look, here's a, here's a team like Pittsburgh that starts 11-0 and and then towards the end of the season end up 12-5. and So they go 1-5 over the last uh, few games of the season. And they, you know, like if you're looking at a graph, it was going straight up and then just crashed right down. Like I've never seen anything like it. And a lot of people are putting it on Ben. And and, I'll be the, and I will also join that train. Ben did everything he could. I mean, he threw for 500 yards in that game. He has an NFL record of 47 completions in a game. But that was all from behind. I mean, Cleveland went into a prevent defense. They basically just let him pass and do his thing. But shame on that defense. This defense was supposed to be the number one defense in the league, number one fantasy defense. They did nothing to help Cleveland or nothing to help their offense where they were making mistakes left, right, and center. And then I also look at the wide receiver core. Earlier in the season, you know, you got your 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 Juju and you got your clay your clay pools that were tearing it up. Johnson, those guys were nowhere to be found. And you also, no run game wants to speak of. Pittsburgh was a fraud from the beginning. I hate to say it, guys. And I think it's time you guys look at Ben and say, you know what, as 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 good as he is, he's a Hall of Famer, no doubt. It's time to move off him. Time to go. That's just the way it's going to be. It's got to be that way. Or you guys are going to have a lot more years like that. Or I mean, if you're thinking of bringing Ben back for one more year, nah, it's just a bad and idea. I'll just, just throw it
0: out idea. there that uh, Juju's a free agent. And the well, Steelers are not known to re-sign their own wide receiver free agents.
1: Well, you know, and to be honest, based on how his personality is, I mean, this kid's kind of uh, kind of loud, he's kind of just he 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 got a, you know, he started a lot of fight uh, arguing and he got into uh, he got under the skin of a lot of other teams is what I want to go with that. So, I I think Juju doesn't really have a home with uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers going forward. Take that for data. Let's talk about this week's matchups real quick and I'm going to throw the lines at you as well, Big Data. Let's have a little fun. We're pretty good at picking winners. Let's help the people make some money on the side. Uh, let's start with let's start with ba- Baltimore at Buffalo. Buffalo is favored by two. Give me the money line and the spread. What do you like in this one? Who do you like to win straight up and who do you like covering in this game?
0: So we have a, a spread of uh, minus two for the Bills. Uh, mm-hmm. I can't go against the Bills mafia. I'm going to say Uh, straight up and with
1: the spread we're going builds man you know what I'm gonna eat my words I'm just gonna do it I'm gonna stick with you I feel like I would be doing a disservice if I if I now went to Baltimore I will say this is gonna be a maybe no you know what I'm gonna call it right now this is gonna be the best game of the week I'm going to go with you. I'm going to take Bill's Mafia minus the two money line and the spread. Let's talk about the other AFC game. It's Cleveland at KC. KC favored by 10 after the buy. What do you like there?
0: I'm going to say straight up, obviously the chiefs, but I think the Browns are going to cover this game. They can run the ball. They can limit the possessions in the game and keep it closer. And, Baker hasn't been doing silly Baker stuff lately. Uh, He's been playing pretty great. So I'm going to say the Browns
1: cover the spread. Here's where I'm going to say to you, 10 points is a lot of points. Obviously not a lot of respect and love to the Cleveland Browns. And I'm going to stick with that. I'm sticking with Vegas. Minus 10, give me minus 14 maybe by the game time. I will take Kansas City minus the ten. I'll obviously take Kansas City to crush them. And I agree with everything you're saying. But here's the one thing. KC hasn't been playing well over the last little while. And I just feel they need to explode. They need to, to basically put the rest of the teams on notice that they're here. The last few games of the season, they didn't play well. They weren't doing anything spectacular. And I think some people think they're soft. I think they're about to put everyone on notice. I'm going to take KC minus the 10 and the money line. I like it. Let's go over to the NFC. Let's do the third time these guys are going to meet each other. They met each other at the beginning of the season, and for one of these teams, it's going to be the last time they see each other. It's Tampa Bay against the Saints, and the Saints are minus three at home. Big data. Who do you like here?
0: I'm going to go with the upset here. I'm going to take straight up, and with the the spread is minus three for the Saints. I'm going to take... Tom Brady and the Buccaneers on the spread and straight up. Uh, Oh, I I like that Tampa's strength is their front seven, especially their linebackers. I think they'll be able to uh, neutralize uh, Kamara. And I think Drew's just looking a little bit too old in the tooth for, for um, this is going to be a really speedy game with the speed of that, uh, tampa
1: defense so I'm, I'm i'm going with the 12s i couldn't agree here here's my thing i think tampa bay will cover the three but i think the saints win on the money line here's my reasoning too many times in my life big data i put bets on i put bets on too many times on on things that like in this case tampa's got to win Ta- you know brady's got to win this team's got to win they've seen each other twice 12- there's something to be said that I know, a lot of people say you never want to see a third a team th- a third time, but I think the Saints are so well coached. They have such a good defense, and Drew Brees is just Drew Brees, and he's got enough talent around him. I think that the Saints got their number, man. I just think they do. So I'm going to take I'm going to take the Saints in the money line, but I am going to take Tampa Bay. I think it's going to be a one point game at the end. I truly do. Let's end it with the greatest team of all time. It's the Green Bay <laughs> Packers favored by six and a half. They're at home against the LA Rams. Who do you like beer?
0: So this game, I think uh, the luck's going to run out for the Rams. Uh, I do think uh, Green Bay is going to win straight up. And I'm going to say that the Rams will cover the spread just because I really like the, the, the defensive front of the Rams. And we're going to have Jalen Ramsey on Devontae, which is going to make life a lot more difficult for the Packers. So I think the Packers will squeak it out by say, you know, less than a field goal. Uh, but I do think the Packers, you know, based on their, you know, the, their play this year, and who knows what's going to happen with the quarterback play uh,
1: of the Rams. You know what? I'm actually going to copy your exact sentiments. I I think that. Um, I think from the point of view of their defense, they can neutralize the better players on the Packers' offense, and I think this is going to be a, a, a running game. And at the end of the day, I think the Packers can pull it off, but I think the Rams' defense is going to keep it close. So I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to say Packers money line and L.A. Rams to cover. I like this. You know what? I like this new segment. We have two new segments in one podcast. You're crazy. Wait a minute, there's a third. We're going over to the mailbag real quick. We you know, we tend to get mail once in a while. Big Data, I'm going to reach my hand in, I'm going to pull something out, take a look at this. Uh, dear the Full Spectrum podcast, dear Maverick and Big Data, longtime listener, first-time writer. Love your guys' insight. Here's my dilemma. I'm kind of a big deal at work. Recently, my owner of the company made a few weird hires and I didn't and he never asked me about Never asked me about it. We have another team uh, that I can transfer to in the Sunshine State. Uh, my current team is always is always finicky. Should I should I demand a swap to the Sunshine State? Would love your advisement and or thoughts. Signed, D. Watts. Big data. What are your thoughts on? Well, that? D.
0: Watts. I mean, first of all, thanks for taking the time to write such a detailed question. Uh, There's a lot of details there that sound familiar. I would Mm -hmm. say, you know what? Don't push your way out. You, yeah, sure. Your boss didn't consult with you the way you wanted to. Happens to a lot of us. Sure. Um, Us regular folk, if you will. Exactly. You know, enjoy your vacation. uh, See how it plays out. Um, There's really no... Uh, tax incentive between uh, Texas and Florida. They both pay zero state income tax. You just got a huge deal. You're going to gut either team
1: if you leave. Uh, yeah, try to make it work. Hmm. You know what I say? If you're the best at what you do, you demand. You demand whatever you want, D Watts. I like it. You do what you got to do. You do what you got to do. I like what Big Data said. I say, you know what? You do what you want. At the end of the day, I don't know if we really answered your question, but great seeing you. We told you we're going to go into the mailbag once in a blue moon. We get these uh, emails and uh, actual general mail as well, which I found weird because, uh, you know, I didn't know people knew our address. From there, let's go to the great debate. It's, uh, it's really been the big talk at pubs all over, all over the world where they sit down and they're like, hey, let me ask you, what do you think of this? And we've kind of created this craze this week, which sports athlete is the best athlete? So when you're thinking about sport, what sport has the best athletes? Big data? Honours to you, my friend.
0: So this is a tough one. Um, you know, there's so many great athletes in so many sports. But I'm going to stay with what we were just talking about. The NFL, I think they have fastest guys, the strongest guys, and the toughest guys. So I'm going to stick with the NFL
1: with the best athletes. Well, you know what? I, I want to agree with you. I do. But what does NFL stand for? I think you tend to forget. Not for long. We're talking about an athlete. You're talking about a guy or a person that can sustain injury, that can get through things, that can do things that are sometimes humanly impossible. I'm not saying football, playing at the NFL level is not something everyone can do, because it's not. But I'm talking about the crossfitters, the real crossfitters. How about the guys that are on the Champions and Legends team? Patrick Vellner, Sarah Sigmund's daughter, Thor, those guys. Well, he's maybe not a crossfitter, but Thor, guys like that, heavy lifting guys, Matt Frazier. You tell me an, uh, an NFL guy that can do double unders, squats, burpees, snatch and releases, and Murphys all day long. The answer, nobody. Nobody can do it like these guys can. Nobody. So NFL guys, you go out there and catch your little five yard out. You go in there and get your little hit in. You let the big people, these people I just named off, be the real athletes. Because they are. CrossFit versus football, CrossFit wins. I'm telling you. It's over. You just lost. I just just like
0: to see James Harrison on a CrossFit course and see what happens.
1: You know what? He's got a chance. I'll give it to him. At, and at the, at the beautiful age of 42, James might have a chance. But James, come on, James. You can't match up with these guys all the time. This is what these guys do. This is what they do. But James is a special creature. He's a special creature. He, he's amazing. You're playing both sides of the fence here, Maverick. <laughs> you know how much I love the James. You threw, you, you threw me purpose. a curveball. I didn't know what it to do that. I know. I know. You, damn it, you son of a gun. You might have won this debate again. You did it again. Damn it all right well great podcast everyone thanks a lot big data the full spectrum podcast
0: presented by champions and legends champions and legends produces hemp derived cbd sports supplements for athletic preparation performance and recovery thanks for listening thanks for downloading and have a great week everybody we'll see you again soon yeah,
1: see you soon. That was really rude of you to throw in the James Harrison. That that was just that's <laughs> I, knew mean. It. I, I can't knew believe it. you did that. You threw it and that was a mean one. Awesome. Have a great week, everyone.